I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Life with a Wife. I'm Jenna. I'm Zoe. I was going to copy your accent again, and then I thought, it's, God, it's running a little bit dry now. Mm, yeah, it is. <laughs> and also, it just proves to me that I'm also the one that's always introducing the episode, so maybe you need to give it a go. So, three, two, one, action. Hello. That was very ma- meek and mild for you, Zoe. You sound like a little I mouse. I know. I think I'm picking up your energy. I know you are. The softly spoken no. meditation. Act. Oh my god, I feel like we need to tell the story about when you. Are we going straight into meditating. story of the week? Shall we go straight into story of the week? Yes, go on. Okay. So I don't sleep very well, like as a rule. And I sometimes I'll get really anxious in bed. So I'll get quite bad anxiety. And some like the one night we were lying in bed and I was like, I'm really, really anxious. I can't go to sleep, just lying there, my heart's racing. And Jenna was like, right then, close your eyes, imagine the sky. Is that and how I was... sound? Yeah, say it. Imagine the sky. Is that what you say? Every time I say a word oh. with the letter I in it, you have to I. repeat it. <laughs> I. So, well, this is what you were saying. I'm, I'm just sorry, repeating the story. Yeah, go on, because it right. actually sounds very relaxing. Yeah. I'm ready to sleep. So she was like, um, close your eyes, imagine the sky. And then I was like, so am I, I said, am I looking at the sky? She's like, just imagine the sky. And I was like, but where am I? Like, am I standing on the you floor? You have too many questions. Looking up at the sky. So then she was a little bit annoyed by it, but quickly went back into relaxing mode. So she's like, you're in the sky. All you can see is the sky. Like, yeah, close your eyes. Just picture the sky. Right. That's all you have to yes. imagine. You're not imagining you inside the so sky. Then I was under- yeah, but the confusion was giving me anxiety. Okay. So that's what was creeping back in. But then you took it back out. You're just imagining blue. Yeah, blue. And then she's like, and in the distance, you can see a cloud. A lovely, fluffy cloud. <laughs> and I was like, this is really nice. Like, it was really, you know, so I'm imagining this cloud. And now it's starting to turn grey. And I was like, oh, 
I don't think that's part. That's the first alarm bell for me. Really, was thinking. I don't think relaxing. I don't is, know. Oh, a massive thunderstorm's about to come. I don't. don't yeah, I don't know why I went down the route of a grey sky. Like, I was just kind of going with whatever came to mind. But yeah. looking back now, choosing a thunderstorm probably wasn't the best way to relax you. Well, often, like, the sound of rain relaxes people. Ooh, so it could have been a direction you, you were going know. in. Exactly. And I wasn't about to question anything else after the bollocking I'd had about questioning where I was looking at the sky. Okay. So... The cloud is going grey and it's it's going really grey. It's getting <laughs> darker and darker until it goes black. And then she's like <sighs> And you had sent yourself to sleep. Your relaxing voice was that relaxing that you then fell asleep and I was left <laughs> on the other side of the bed. Just like, well, what's the end of the story? And now you're asleep. And yeah. I was like relaxing was it and you were like oh did I did I make myself false <laughs> I actually don't feel I didn't even think that was humanly possible yeah. to do that I've, I'm actually really impressed with myself there I think I have magical powers and I need to be using this talent no. for good I do I need I should be the person on these meditation apps sending people to sleep because if I can send myself to sleep yeah imagine how many other people well I Jenna to, to be honest the, there was two people in that room and I wasn't asleep yeah but you can't you have trouble sleeping you're an anomaly right so you're gonna start an app you're gonna start an app with your voice on it and you're gonna be yeah. like this is for people who can get to sleep yeah and then i'll but the listen. people that can't get to sleep my voice isn't that relaxing so you don't mean to <laughs> it's not really good. i think it would work after a while but i'm too good at it that i send myself to sleep too quickly well then you wouldn't be able to do the app because every time you do it you'd be asleep after two minutes and I'll... then no one would be able to use it i'll just have a few coffees first <laughs> <laughs> yes. i'll you there telling me off that'll wake me up um why don't we do your story of the week and then we can compare them and see which one's better and then okay so my story is let's rewind to two days before we went camping yes. okay so me and zoe had practically been celibate for about a week just a over week. a week yes um for reasons we shall not discuss on this podcast because we're going to keep zoe's dignity intact medical reasons medical reasons <laughs> so doesn't happen very often anyway it all sorted itself out. So, you know, I thought tonight is the night. We are going to get a pound in. A pound As in. you would like to say. Oh, I don't know. It's a lot of okay, stuff. it wasn't going to be a pound in. It's going to be making love. <laughs> Disgusting. Lovely, sweet love to no, each other. that's gross. Anyway, we'd had a lovely night. We'd made a lovely dinner. We had, it had just been so nice. We were having a laugh. We were just enjoying ourselves. And it's like we both knew that tonight was going to be the night. Or at least I thought both of us knew. So we're getting ready for bed, in the bathroom together, cleaning our teeth. And I go into the bedroom, get naked, jump into bed, thinking, okay, lovely. It's about to happen. It's about to go down. Zoe comes back in the room, fully clothed in her pyjamas. Flannel pyjamas, may I add. Flannel? They were flannel pyjamas. What does flannel mean? That material that your that your pajamas are right. Then what? They want those the checkered one things. Yes. What's wrong with flannel pajamas? Nothing wrong with them. What? I really like them. But... So why are you saying she's come on with full pajamas on flannel pajamas? May I add, like that's something that's unattractive. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not unattractive. I so don't why did you feel the need to reference flannel? Because 
Like, people can picture the flannel pyjamas that you are covered head to toe. No, not head to toe. I wear, like, a t-shirt Okay, like shoulder to toe. It's hip to toe. Hip- it's oh. not, like, checkered from top to bottom. No, okay. Well, I don't, she like, the pic- that- I don't like the picture you're painting right now. <laughs> okay, she, didn't, she doesn't have the matching shirt. No, it's just not, like, a button-up shirt. I wear, like, a plain t-shirt, and then I wear, like, they're, like, from neck men's. Either way, you are fully clothed. I want them to have the correct picture, not this, you know... Picture your painting. Not pretty. She was like a kid on Christmas Eve getting ready for bed. So I'm laying in bed, I'm waiting, you know, thinking it's gonna go down. Zoe whacks out a list for camping and thinks this is the appropriate time to start going through what we need, what we've not what we may have forgotten for camping. We'd already packed, she's just going through extras. Yes. So I'm thinking, okay, right, it's obviously not about to go down, but maybe in, maybe in a few minutes, once we've finished this list. She gets up, out of bed. Apparently, the list isn't enough, and the flannel pyjamas aren't enough. She has to go in the other room, come back in, with a freaking head torch on, strapped to her head. I thought I was getting in bed with a coal miner. <laughs> the reason for the head torch is because I didn't... I You had turned the lights off, which I now understand was for, like, you know, kind of sexy vibe. Yeah, see? I didn't even tell you this part. I'd lit the candles. <laughs> it was, like, mood lighting. I'm lay there, naked. Still got my wig on, because I normally keep my wig on when we have sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's how Zoe knows. Yeah, that's... Usually. A, usually that's a clear indica- indicator. If I get in and she's got a head wrap on, I'm like, no. It's not going down tonight. It does sometimes. It does. It, I'm not saying it doesn't. No, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I don't get into bed knowing she definitely wants to have sex tonight. Yeah. That's usually a clear indicator. <laughs> Obviously, with your head wrap on, we can still try, you know? Yes. yes. So, um, but yeah, so, but uh, what had happened was, I'd got into bed and I thought that you were looking for like a relaxing vibe and you wanted all the lights off, but really, I wanted to look at my list. And so I was thinking, I'll get my head torch, which means that I can just isolate the light to where I'm looking and that you don't have to have the big light on. So I was trying to be considerate, Mm -hmm. but made myself like the most unattractive person (laughs) ever. I actually have a picture. I'm going to have to share. That's going to be our next picture that we have to share on Instagram. Yeah. If you don't follow us on Instagram, we're going to be posting pictures (laughs) that are related to the stories that we tell on this podcast so go and follow us at life with a wife pod at life with a wife pod on instagram and tiktok lovely jubbly so that's it that concludes story of the week yes so anyway we did end up we did end up having sex yeah i picked up on the vibe in the end in the end she just had to take a torch off first (laughs) i kept it on Don't lie to them. You know, be transparent. You love the head torch. Love the head torch. You're like, get the head torch. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Blinded whilst you're having sex. Yes. Okay. Let's move on to a listener's question. Would you like to read? Yes, I would actually. Question, question is, Jens, if mm-hmm. you could choose any animal to have as a pet, what would it be? If, we, if we're going to pick any animal, obviously I would be very conscious of keeping an animal in captivity that shouldn't be in captivity. But if this is just like a fun question, it's like... Oh, God, it's just supposed to be a bit of fun, I think. <laughs> don't really think you have to think about the animal's well-being. Like okay. whether or not it's in a one square metre tank. In real life, I would think I would consider the animal's well, well-being. However, <laughs> if that doesn't matter anymore, which it does matter, but if that doesn't matter anymore, I would choose... Well, I don't know. You go. I don't know what I'd choose yet, but I'm going to think about it right now. I think I would love a little sloth. 
Very cute. Yeah. I just... Wow. I think Zootropolis... Oh, yes. ...has just made me obsessed with... Wait with a sloths. minute. You're married to a sloth. You are very sloth-like. That's you why you move them so very much. slowly. Everything you do is sloth-like. But yes, I think it would be a sloth. I just think they'd be lovely and cuddly. But how, what does their fur feel like? Is it wiry? Because I'd also want them to be quite soft. I bet sloths are soft. Okay. Soft That's sloth. a great choice. Thanks. I'm going to go down a similar route. Okay. I think I would pick a panda. Oh, yeah. Imagine just hugging a panda all day. I don't know why, but I seem to be obsessed with hugging on these podcasts what? episode. I said last time I would choose to not bend my arms because I'd want to hug you. Oh, yeah, that's true. And now I want to hug a panda. <laughs> I would want a panda as long as it um, stayed small. I don't want to feel intimidated. I may be just a baby panda. I want you to stay panda forever, baby. Baby pandas all round. Okay. Maybe a little sloth too. Okay, question two is, was it hard adjusting from cameras to no cameras? Okay, I picked this question out for you. Yeah. Because I know how much you struggled after we came out of the maths, like after we came out of filming maths. Yeah. Um, and obviously... People didn't know we were spending time together, but behind the scenes we were obviously spending time together yeah. and staying at each other's each other's houses. Um, but yeah, Zoe really struggled. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I um, I I just struggled anyway with that period after maths. Really, I think like there's a there, it's a lot. It's just everything's a whole lot. And I think when you've had cameras all the time, I, like I started having the same dream over and over. I feel like you're getting anxious just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it makes me anxious oh, now. Oh gosh, I, babe. I don't like it. I kept going to sleep and having the same dream that I'd wake up and I sleepwalk anyway. I like I have, I'll like do weird things in my sleep, and I've had like sleep paralysis and stuff. And when I woke up, I'd open my eyes and there would be like thirty cameras in the room all pointing at me. And then I like, it was just, and I kept having the same thing and I'd sit up and I'd be in my room, but there'd just be 30 cameras there. It was just the weirdest thing. And, and then I'd... you'd, you would actually go to move one of the tripods that used to be set up as a, as a light, didn't you? You would, you, you know. would, you would think, yeah, this is what happened a couple of times. You woke up and in the moment you thought, as you were getting out of bed, you thought there was a tripod there with a, with a light on it. So you'd go to grab something to move it and it wouldn't be there. Yeah. So loads of weird shit happened. Yeah, you really... That, like... I don't think anyone else had anything like like that extreme. Yeah, I think... It is hard to adjust. It, for me, it wasn't it wasn't anything near what you went through. No. So, you speak to a psychologist before to check that you're okay to go on the show. Yeah. Then you have one, I think, during... Well, they're always waiting behind the scenes, aren't they? I found out after. They're yeah. always waiting at every dinner party just in case somebody goes through something traumatic. Sure but I had an appointment with him after and I told him about it and he said that it's a quite a well-known thing. And oh, um, okay. people can have it for something like a year. I think he said a year after. It can be like something that keeps happening. But um, like it went. It went in the end, yeah. yeah. So yes, it was hard to go from cameras to no cameras. Yeah. It's weird. Um, it, you, you do everything like over and over. Yeah, it was weird, like, you still felt sometimes like you you had a mic on you and you had to be careful what you oh, were saying. Oh, that was it, that was it. I would, um, so when I, I did that all the time as well, yeah, so like, I'd tap my, so I'd say something to someone and I'd be like, oh, 
and I'd feel to say because when you're at dinner parties and like you would slip up and say something like you were very yeah sometimes you would get so comfortable during dinner parties and um the commitment ceremonies you'd forget you had the mic on yeah. and then you'd end up saying something and you think oh god shit I've just said something so then you'd tap your mic yeah yeah that's it so you know yeah there's loads of things loads of things so it, it was really hard to adjust, I think. Yeah, which makes you think about all the maths contributors that are going through it all now. I bet they're. I bet they've just had the same. Yeah, that's experiences it. and the same feelings and journeys. Which I think taking us on to our next section, which is where we talk about the maths segment. We just wanted to say that we are very aware that the show and the edit of each person can be just very one-dimensional. And you don't get a full recollection of what the person is truly like, not in all cases. So when we're discussing maths and the people in it, we just want them to be aware that, you know, this is just our thoughts and opinions going off of what we see on TV. No, I think like we we understand more than anybody that we are getting a version of you that has been produced. We are seeing five minutes of a 24-hour day. Yeah. So first of all, we're giving our opinions on the story that they are showing which i know is like in a lot of cases kind of a true reflection but we're not seeing the full picture our opinions are just that they're just our opinions they're very light-hearted and we don't dislike anybody yeah that's it exactly yeah Yeah, we have a lot of respect for every single person that's involved so honestly no matter what we say don't take it to heart this is just anyway just wanted to say that yes we did which takes us on to our next section which is our little maths catch up and there is a lot to catch up on so we only talk about maths usually on a saturday episode sometimes we might on a wednesday episode but saturday is our main episode so okay let's get into it so it's been a whole week monday to thursday yes of maths 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 and i've loved every second we actually can't wait to watch it can oh, we I just love it it's so oh, good it's everywhere. such a good tv show like yes it's ridiculous like not having that anxiety of having to sit down and watch it watch yourself oh it's bloody lovely and what yeah. a fantastic tv show it is great Bravo. so i've i am loving this season so much more than any other season i think i've ever watched because well especially ours because we're not having to watch ourselves back and have that anxiety. But now it's just like pure relief. Yes. Pure relief when I watch them. I'm just yeah. like, oh. And it is so entertaining. Yeah, it is. Okay, so uh, all the um, the two people that are in the forefront of my mind whenever I think about maths at the minute is Shona and Brad. I just can't get over them. They are, I think they will, I definitely think they will go the distance. Shona and Brad. Yes. I mean, we've just seen a little clip of like what's to come yeah. next week and it looks like it could get a bit rocky, but I am hoping that they make it through it because yeah. I do like, I genuinely am rooting for them. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely, I am rooting for them 100%. Yeah. I think that, but they are a lot very quickly, aren't it's they? It's a lot. It's a lot to it's watch. A lot. It's like a lot. some of it, I'm thinking, okay, we don't need to see all this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm not a PDA person at all, and you know that. <laughs> yes. And it also would make me extremely uncomfortable if I was sat opposite the table and oh, they were yeah. kissing each other like that. Um, so you know, where I think, what was the who was the couple that sat opposite? Oh yeah, Tasha and Paul. Tasha and Paul. So I can see them looking across like, bloody hell, yeah. get a room. They need to just <laughs> get gone. They're done. They've completed it. They would be me in that situation, one hundred percent. But I well, am... she was like, bloody hell, <laughs> Yeah, bloody hell. 
Where is Tasha from then? I don't know, but I love her accents. Yeah, she's great. She is. I really like Tasha. And Paul, oh my God, Paul is just the so best. So Shona and... Brad. Shona and Brad. We've, so they're covered. We love them. Love. Rooting for them. I genuinely think that. Anyway, let's move on because that's enough about Brad and Shona. I feel like I could talk about them all day. <laughs> so who should we talk about next then? Well, we naturally went on to... I apologise in advance. I am so bad with names. Tasha and Paul, love them. They remind me so badly of Jordan and Shanice. And I don't know if that's because of the scene where they were massaging. I think they have set them up to be Shona, um, to the Shanita and Jordan yeah. of the season. Let's hope it doesn't go the same way. No. Um, but God, yeah, like when I'm watching Paul, there's so many things that remind me of Jordan. He just, do you know what it is? It's when, I, even when I see Jordan now, he makes my heart feel warm. Same. And Paul has the same effect on me. Yeah. I look at him and he makes me, he gives me like a warm feeling inside. Like he's just pure, pure love. good. Pure good. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can see that. Yes. Oh, I just, every time he comes on screen, I'm just like heart pupils. Yeah. But I love them both together. I Same. think that they complement each other quite I well. I think Tasha, she's obviously the youngest contributor. It must be very nerve wracking. Yeah. But she couldn't have been matched with anyone better. And I just think she's lovely. Yeah. What did she again. say where uh, we watched it and I was like, she's going to be sat at home watching this now. She's going to be like, why did I say that? <laughs> what did she say? It was something, was it at the dinner party when? I don't know. I can't remember. There was a point where I thought she's going to watch that and hate it. <laughs> and I could see that she'd like lost, kind of like, it was in the moment that said something. And she would have watched it back and been like, why did I say that? <laughs> oh, it was cute. There's yeah, so many it. moments like that that yeah. we all go through there. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Definitely. Oh gosh. Yeah, made for each other. I think they're going to go the distance too. So, so far we're talking about all the love again and I love it. Yes. Who's more, who who else is lovey-dovey? Jake, Jay and Lou. Um, love them, love them, love them. Done. Yes. I feel like, um, yeah, they're just both lovely people. <sighs> I feel like um, Ike and Luke has got a bit of a, it'll have a little bit of an argument, I think, at a later date. Do you think? I think there'll be a little bit of a kickoff. Luke, I, but I think Luke is so loyal and I think that he will have people's backs. So I don't think necessarily that Jay and Luke will come to conflict. But I think that Luke will have his friends' backs. Okay. That's what I think. That's my prediction. Yeah, potentially. No. Yeah, he's a confident guy. Confident, lovely. Lovely eyes. My yes, goodness me. Nice lovely eyes. Mm. Okay, next Luke, couple. You might be in luck here with it. I know, see? <laughs> Step aside, Jay. <laughs> And Jenna, apparently. Oh, yeah, I forget you. I've got you already. <laughs> we'll have a throuple. 
A thruple. Or a quadruple. Yeah, me, Jay and Luke. <laughs> okay, Roz and... Roz and Thomas. Oh, Roz God, and Thomas. Oh, no. Now, I was thinking about this this morning. I I love Roz and I think that Roz, They are both lovely, lovely, lovely Beautiful people. people. Really, just the best types of people. They've really found a, a nice bunch of people for they this have, year. Yeah. Like kind-hearted people. Yeah, And Roz on the day has been honest on the couch. And said that she wasn't attracted to him. Now, to be put in that position, I think would be... It's really hard to tell somebody that's so being so lovely to you that you're just not attracted to him. However, she shouldn't have saved that for the couch. I think she should have had a private conversation with him, let him know how she was actually feeling. I, do, I don't I do agree with the having sex when you're unsure about somebody. Yeah, so that was the... This is like a sticky point because we both love Roz so much, don't yes. we? But... Yeah, it was a hard watch last night, well, the commitment think, ceremony. I think, had that been the other way around, and a man had had sat on that sofa and said, oh, I had sex with her because I wasn't sure, and I wanted to make sure, I wanted to confirm whether or not I liked her, there would have been a blow up there, and the experts probably would have tore him a new arsehole, yeah. because that's not the right way to go about it, but because it was the other way around, mm. it wasn't seen like that, but it should be. You shouldn't have sex yeah. with somebody to see how you feel about you playing with somebody else's emotions. However, Roz, I love you, love you, love you. Yeah. I love you. And I think you are wonderful. So I'm there Everybody. still time and I am fucking right behind you and we are rooting for yeah, you. Yeah, we're rooting for them both still. I yes. think there's still some hope there. And and listen, everybody makes mistakes. Yes. Nobody's perfect. No. I think, you know, these moments are always the hardest ones to watch on maths, I feel like, because... Yeah you are exposing yourself and it's nerve-wracking and she would have been she would have been terrified for last night's episode i would yeah, imagine definitely because quite... I, I i imagine she's probably taking a little bit of heat yeah so you know we, we love, love you we love and you don't worry it will all pass yes it will in the next week exactly it will be forgotten about let's forget about it already let's move on laura and arthur jake <laughs> Luke. The reason I call him Jake is because he looks like a Jake. There isn't even a Jake in this season. Yeah, and I keep calling him Jake because that's what he looks like. Anyway. Anyway, Laura and Arthur. Yes, I, I. <laughs> She's growing on you. Laura is definitely growing on me. I like her. I like her. I um, I think she's very straight to the point, knows what she wants and does have a good heart. Mm. I Yeah, she's definitely grown on me. And Arthur something's not sitting right with me like when he sat on the sofa last night at the commitment ceremony mel's face mel's face was not happy I... and i had the same face as mel i was like what yeah but i think that's a scary thing for anybody to do is to go up there and sit down and it's obviously a front so it, it, it that's obviously what he does he goes overly confident when he's trying to cover up some nerves it did come across as a little bit arrogant yeah. But definitely. I don't believe it. I think it's a front. Yeah, I thought, yeah, a little bit arrogant, but I, I, I agree with you. I think it's all a bravado. I think he is trying to be someone he's not for the cameras. or Not for the cameras. Maybe not for the cameras. Just for the experts, just, just to go and sit up there. Yeah, he's, he's just putting on a front because maybe he is nervous about the whole process. But it's a little bit of a red flag. Okay, move on to the next ones. Who's next? Up? Peggy and... George. Oh, George. Peggy and George. Um, George again is growing on me. <laughs> oh, this this is how quickly your opinions can yeah, change, though. And this is why we say don't take you know the things that we say because we're literally just going off what we've seen in an episode. But don't take it too seriously. This yes. is just light hearted. But George <laughs> is 
is doing well. Yeah. He's putting up with a lot, I think, at the minute. I have. I mean, I can openly say last week I gave Peggy the nickname. <laughs> Petty Peggy. You did. Because... Oh my God, it made me howl. <laughs> Petty Peggy. So the reason that I nicknamed her Petty Peggy is because that issue that she brought to the couch yesterday was just ridiculous. Like, oh, these baguettes and then, you know, he squats and I'm like... <laughs> and then also she's made up a hypothetical situation in her head. And she said, oh, hypothetically, if I was to, you know post a picture of my bikini how would you feel about it and he's like if that's what you want to do then I would support that and she's like how dare you and I'm like that is just women all over yeah like I feel like women do that a lot that was a hypothetical scenario sometimes I think that Zoe forgets that she's also a woman no, like, but the I... way you speak about women it's as if you are not a woman no but no but there's typical female behavior like the way that this like very you, sexist to me. you can dig through any Instagram like and you can find so much information on one person and you're like, oh well, this person, this person did this and I'm like, I just don't have the capacity to be able to do that. Yeah. I think a part of my brain is probably male. Mm. I don't have that. So typical female behaviour. Okay. But also, you know, have production tried to kind of blow something into something that is probably not like, oh me me and George need to meet and have a conversation about it. Is that, was that put on for the cameras? Yeah, is that the only thing that the producers have got to cling on to at the minute? Maybe they are just really happy yes. behind closed doors and the producers are like, okay, well, why don't you bring up the baguette thing? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, but we could not stop laughing whilst we were watching it last night. I feel I was like, cruising. I feel like it's really serious to Peggy though. So I'm sorry, Peggy. I know this really means a lot to you, but, but Peggy, it was very funny to watch. Peggy, if this does mean a lot to you, you're a petty Peggy. <laughs> but if it was fabricated for the cameras, then you are not, you are just Peggy. You're just Peggy. So if you watch this, we need to know: Are you a petty Peggy? <laughs> are you a petty Peggy? <laughs> okay. But anyway, George. I think he thinks he's won the jackpot with Peggy. I really do. And I think she really likes him. So under the surface of all this bull that's going yeah. on, this could be a perfect match. A great match. Perfect. A great do match. Do you know what? Lots of amazing matches this year. Yeah. It felt like watching the dinner party episode this week, it just felt like a lot of love yes. and a tiny bit of drama. Yes. It felt like it was, but it was really nice to watch like i genuinely think that viewers tune into married at first sight because they want to see love a little bit of drama okay next couple next couple is ella um, and nathaniel okay i think i do think we need to talk about ella specifically yes and the speech that she made because that is going to be a moment in time that will not be forgotten no like it is major that a reality dating show is showing all of this representation for the queer community i just think that this is going to help so many people yeah because it's opening people's eyes to the reality of it and the people behind it that we are all of us just normal people wanting to be loved and wanting to live a normal life yeah. without hate and without judgment and i think the speech you made was was perfect that's what i was about to say the, the delivery of that speech was incredible so very well done yeah well done ella we are behind you and yeah done the community proud i guess done the community proud for sure okay well ella and nathaniel right so let's get to the nitty-gritty <laughs> because obviously there's what we see on the show which is mainly what we're talking about but there is also drama going on 
outside of the show where there's articles being released interviews being had and it now it's making it hard for me to watch the show and see these people being genuine and not fake yeah it's difficult this is the problem I've got, I mean, I've, I'm going to let you say what you need to say because I've got a few things I want to speak on this. Oh my goodness me. I mean, I actually think Ella and Nathaniel seem like a good match. Yes. But from what we've seen from Nathaniel's interview in, was it okay? Yeah, okay. Yeah, in okay, um, I think he's basically exposed them both for being there for fame. I think that's what he's done there. Well, he's done a number of things, hasn't he? Yeah. First of all, he has shot there's been shots fired pretty much everywhere okay so first of all he has said that he's kind of dug ella out by saying that she is a stripper yeah um he's not dug her out he's exposed her yeah he's exposed which i i think ella's been very forgiving for that actually so but obviously we're now seeing that unfold on the show yeah which he's apologized for so we've seen that yeah the next thing is he's saying that channel four rang him well it would have been cvr productions i assume they rang him and told him that he was going on the show and he's basically saying that he didn't want it he did he didn't ask for a trans person so there's two things i want to say on this He's saying he didn't want to be with somebody that's trans and he also wanted to be with somebody that was male. Now, on the flip side, he said in his backstory, quite openly, that he loves the soul. He also said it to stag dudes. He loves the soul. He loves the person. He doesn't care what they look like. He doesn't care what gender they are. He looks at energy, a soul, a person, which a lot of people, I'm sure, respected about that. Yeah. But then he sold a story to say that he specifically asked for... He wanted somebody that was a guy. He, he said he didn't want someone man. that was trans. Yeah. Now... Which one is it? Because there's conflicting information there. And the second thing is, he was said, he said that at the point of him being told there was a match, he had to go ahead with it. He was like, what should I do? I've already handed my notice in at work. They think that I'm leaving. Well, no, because at the point of you receiving a call to say that you've, re- that you've received a match. Let's just break this down because some listeners might not know what you're going on about. So Nathaniel said in this interview that... He said in the interview that he had a phone call to say that he'd had a match and she was trans. And he said he'd have to think about it. And then he basically said that he was pushed into a corner because he had no work to go to because he knew that he was going on maths. So obviously he had no job and he had kind of had no choice. So then went ahead with the marriage. And he thought, and they basically said, see it as an opportunity to boost your name and boost your career. So it was then, he then went into the process knowing that this was going to be mainly for Publicity. publicity and fame. So you've... I just think that at that point, that is when you should have backed out, regardless of whether you had a job or not, because you don't know the intentions of Ella either. Like, you've not met Ella at this point. You don't know if she's purely in this for fame or if she is there genuinely to meet someone and then you've gone in there knowing full well that this person isn't going to be the person for you, but you're just going to go go along with the story. So was he open and honest with her as soon as they met and just said, look... I've only come here for this reason. Yeah. How much did Ellen know? When I received a phone call, it was um, one of the uh, welfare people. She was like, are you driving? You might want to pull over. I pulled over and she said, I'm ringing to let you know I found you a match and your life's about to change forever. And at the point of me receiving that phone call, nobody knew. Nobody knew that I was going to going on maths. And it, I, didn't have my, I didn't tell work that I needed 12 weeks off until I received a contract. Yeah. So I received that phone call on my way to work. I then went to work and carried on my laptop like business as usual because that's what you have to do because you've signed an NDA. So if he'd already handed his notice in at the point of making a decision, he's in breach of his NDA. 
Yeah. So it it doesn't make sense. It's lying. Up. There's lies, and I don't. And I'm trying to work out. I don't buy what he's saying. And I think in the OK magazine, a lot of lies were told in that interview. You think? Yes. My goodness me. Okay, this will be something that the listeners don't know. My first call that I had with one of the experts before they'd found my match, they ask you the question. Are, there's three reasons why people go on the show. One is to genuinely find love. Two, fame. And three, to um, give yourself a platform for your career or whatever. So there's three reasons. And I think that for most people, it probably is a mixture yeah. of the three. Yes. But there, there will be people in there that are more on the, okay, I just genuinely want to find my person and find love. The other stuff is a bonus. But then there's people on the flip side where they're mainly there because they want to boost their career, they want the fame, and if they meet someone who they happen to get on with and end up in a relationship with, then that's their bonus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I wonder what he said when he got asked that question because I think we all get asked that question. Yeah. Oh, do we? Yeah. You did come into the process quite late though. I think they obviously knew the answer to yours because you didn't apply. No, I didn't So you weren't applying to become (laughs) famous and to boost your platform for anything. You were just... It's the last con- thing I wanted, to be honest. You were just contacted and, we're, and they were like, we found someone who might be a really good match for you. So do you want to go on the show? And you were like, go on then. Go on then. I love Let's wife. give it a try. Yeah. And it worked out perfectly. Didn't it? Aren't you lucky? It's because I came in with my heart wide open, Jenna. Yes, you did. And I did too. I think the most important point to make out of all of this is when they paired um, Dan and... Matt. Matt. Matt and Dan, a beautiful couple. Yes. They were just the nicest people ever. Definitely a great match. Made for each other. Very... Made very for each other. Sad yeah, very, 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 very sad. And I still kind of hope that they will get back together. Oh, me too. Because I just think they're just the most incredible couple. You can see that they just genuinely love each other. But the production team would not want to fuck that up. It was the first gay relationship. The same with our series. It was definitely a love match and I think they did a lot of research because they did not want to fuck it up because the first lesbian marriage. Yeah. It would be the the same this year with Ella. They would not want to fuck it up. So they would not have gone in blind with somebody that said, I don't know whether or not I want to go on the show because I'm not sure if I'm into trans women. Yeah, you can't just throw anyone into that scenario. It needs to be someone who is open to that. Yeah. And he even said, didn't he, on one of the episodes, that he's actually never been with someone who's trans. So that, to me, makes me question it as well. Like, okay, have you just mainly been with guys? Yeah. And then you've been given this opportunity, so you're thinking, okay, why not? Let's give it a go. Yeah. And I think... They, the production company of all the couples, they would not want to fuck that one up. Yeah. And the last thing that they would want is all of this going on now, where they're mm-hmm. saying that Channel 4 have tricked her. I don't think they'd want to fuck it up. So I think something isn't sitting right. Yeah. The math ain't mathing. Math ain't mathing. Okay, last but definitely not least, Terence and Portia. Terence and Portia. Wow, wow, wow. Spoon, spoon, spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I actually could, I couldn't stop laughing last night crazy i was actually pissing myself oh i didn't know yeah they were confused weren't they especially when you watch the experts watching the dinner party and they're like spoon the best part of this whole week was watching paul's reaction to the spoon conversation thinking it, it was a metaphor was like, oh it's about an actual spoon <laughs> huh it was this little huh at the end of it oh Hilarious. my god so funny very funny okay so <sighs> moment of the series for me that was yeah paul's i think reaction. the spoon situation 
Porsche too much. is um I don't think that they are right for each other. I genuinely think Porsche is like this in real life, okay? Yeah, oh yeah, she's I not think playing. I think this is Porsche and she's a big character. Yes. And she is making a mountain out of a molehill. And but I think in Terence's head, he's thinking, I think she's putting this whole thing on as an act because she wants to be seen by the cameras yeah and i think terence is just like okay well you do your thing i'm just gonna sit here and be quiet yeah because i'm not gonna get like caught up in this drama that you're trying to create for cameras and for tv yeah but i actually think that's not what porsche's doing no. i think that's just her yeah yeah i think she's a little bit crackers a little bit crackers but she you know call herself 10 out of 10 and stuff i mean it is he? I think he dealt with it quite well on the honeymoon. Yeah, he and did. obviously they, but they, I, they, I do think they need need to communicate more on how they're feeling and stuff. But she is crazy. <laughs> I don't think we can say that. She is batshit crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. I just don't even know. I don't even know what to say about Terence and Portia because I just yeah. think, where's this gonna go? This can't go anywhere. Well, I just thought, yes, I was very, very surprised that she wrote Stay. Extremely surprised. And I just thought, if you, at this point now, you've been on your honeymoon, you've had your wedding day, you've got back to the apartments, you're not talking. Yeah, I don't I don't even know what to say. I was surprised that she wrote Stay. Yeah. I'm, I'm very surprised she wrote Stay. Actually, yeah, that does make me question it a little bit. Like, why did she write Stay? Because surely at this point she's thinking, nah, this isn't the guy yeah. for me. Especially with how strong, like-minded she is. And you've not spoken since the end of the honeymoon. Yeah. And you've not spoken when you've been in the apartments. You know, that's a good mm. few days that have gone past. You obviously haven't spoken uh, since the dinner party. So why are you writing Stay, Portia? Yeah. Why? What's the real reason? So let's see what work they'll do next week, innit? Yeah. So that's all the couples, guys. And that concludes our third episode. Mm. Ep three. Ep three. Second main episode. Lovely doubly. Well, happy Saturday, everyone. Or whatever day it is. It could, it could be any day that you listen to this. Happy Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Very good, sir. <laughs> happy whatever day of the week it is. And we'll see you next time. Don't forget to go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Life with a Wife Pod. You can listen to any of these episodes over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And also Acast. 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 Perfect. So go enjoy, guys, and we'll catch you next time for our bonus episode where we're going to talk about our hump of the week. Yay. I've not thought about mine yet. I've got a list. Okay, (laughs) then. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Love ya. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.